Hey, welcome to Playing for Keeps, the show where we take a deep dive into emotional intelligence, sex, love, adult attachment theory, mental health, therapy, and everything in between that creates great relationships. Your host, DJ, is a certified life coach and emotional intelligence practitioner. She's here to be of service to all the listeners interested in love and relationship. Now, here's your host, DJ. Hey, everybody. This is your girl, DJ, with Plan for Keeps podcast. And today I have my homegirl here with me. Simone, CC, what we calling you today? Simone. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Tony? Yeah, I'm doing okay, man. So you are here with me for Meme Monday. But before we get into the meme, I have to bring up, was it Chad Bozeman? I have to bring up his death. Like, I'm sad, friend. <laughs> I know he didn't impact you like the way it impacted me, but I'm, I'm, I'm really sad. Like... I won't say that it impacted me because I wasn't a huge fan, but I respected his work and it is a very sad thing because he was at the height of his career. So I think that's why I'm so sad thinking about it too. Like I'm avoiding social media and everything. Like I can't. Yeah. You know I mean, I'll avoid social media anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's sad either way. I mean, that one what was it colon cancer it was four years yeah and he said he was in stage three while he was filming like black panther which is crazy that's why i just saw that's why i'm like let me get off social media and my sister's texting me telling me she's gonna watch all of his movies which i think is i don't know i can't i can't do it right now i don't it's hitting me different compared to other celebrity deaths i'm trying to figure out why but okay um Anyway, I want to get into this meme. So I follow um, the holistic psychologist and the meme that um, she put up, I want to say maybe about a week ago, um, the meme says emotional abandonment in childhood makes us desperate to be chosen in adulthood. Um, I want to talk about it in regards to romantic relationships. Like I, the meme really resonated with me personally and I wanted to just bring my friend on to just just see how she felt about the meme and then just kind of talk about the meme. So for me, why it resonated with me is because I believe subconsciously we all do kind of play out kind of what happened to us in our childhood, like the way we were raised to how we interacted with kids in school and we subconsciously kind of play that out in adulthood. Like, do you agree with that? Like, how do you feel about that? Or how did the meme resonate with you when I shared it with you? I do think that, I do think that we um, as people don't realize the impact our emotions and stuff like that have on us until we take the time to sit down and actually look at ourselves. Um, so in some ways I do believe that we subconsciously do play out those emotions, but in a way, no, I don't think it impacts us in a way that the meme is saying like, it makes us desperate to be chosen in adulthood. I think 
the desperateness of wanting to be chosen by somebody that we love and stuff comes from a different place and not just emotional abandonment or neglect. So I know why I felt like it resonated with me. Like the full meme was because like I was telling you the other day, like in within my childhood, like I wasn't close to my father. And then even within in school age, you know, I wasn't like the popular kid and stuff like that. Like I, I had friends and I was able to run around in different circles, but I never was like, quote unquote, that girl, you get what I'm saying? And then even with like my relationship with my father, it was just really, he was kind of dismissive. He came home, he paid the bills and our relationship was kind of strange. I can't even think of the word right now. Yeah, strange. Um, you know, I would try to show that I was just this great, you know, this great kid and somebody that, how do I put it? Because I got into a lot of trouble, but it was after the fact of me just trying to show that I was just this great kid and it wasn't working. So I just kind of just did my own thing. But, you know, I wanted to just, I wanted him to acknowledge me. I wanted him to um, just be that father that everybody say a father should be. And I didn't get that. So I find myself in relationships where the guy was super dismissive, you know what I'm saying? And I found myself trying to prove that, you know, I was worth being chosen, you but know? Do you think that those particular feelings came from you being abandoned or, I'm sorry, emotionally neglected from your dad? Or was it just, that's what you wanted as a child and you didn't get it? And so you see what I'm saying? It's not necessarily that your dad emotionally neglected you, but those as a person, that's the kind of thing that you want. So maybe it's just the feelings of who you are as a person and what you want as a person that, you, that you're going after. You're going after people that you think can give you those things and not necessarily the fact that your dad so might not have been there in the way that you wanted him to be. But then you think back on what if he was there? Would I still crave those things from other people? I think that's where my mind kind of goes to, like, would I crave for the attention that I still kind of crave for now? You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling you about, I'm 29 years old, and my dad helped me put a bike together at 29 years old. Like, I didn't, on his own, I didn't experience right. that, like, as a kid and as a teenager. And then as a teenager, I went through anything and I, he was the last person like I wanted to rely on to ask for anything because he always kind of instilled in us like we, we you need to go out and get it yourself. Right. Like um, the story I think I go back to often was I couldn't call any of my um, any of the guys I was talking to to fix a tire and I, I had to call him because I didn't know how to put the tire together. And when he got there, he was hella upset. Mind you, he, he has hip issues and stuff. But he was upset that he had to go out there and help me. And because I wasn't moving fast enough for him on certain stuff, he literally spazzed out on me too for, for having to be out there. Mind you, our relationship is better now because, like I just said, at 29, literally a week and a half ago, he helped me put a bike together. His hip is way worse now, but he took it upon himself to put my bike together for me, you know what I'm saying? And it just made me feel so good. So sometimes I think like, damn, if I had that in childhood, would I be, would I crave for men in the same way? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So that's why the it the meme just kind of resonated with me and it and I I'm and it seemed like it resonated with a lot of people who try to be more self-aware and more conscious now of why do they choose the shitty relationships that they choose? You know what I'm saying? Because adults who are desperate to be chosen, they tend to do the most in their relationships. And sometimes it's for the, the shittiest people. Where does that come from? You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I think it comes just from our needs, individual needs, period. Like for me, I know, and it may have come from my childhood that I personally felt like I needed security because as a child, I didn't have that. Yeah. So for me, I look for, you know, is somebody going to be secure? So I don't look at, oh, is this person necessarily super attractive or, oh, is this person, you know, richer than can be? But as long as this person has a sound mind and is on the same page as me and and I feel secure within my relationship with that person, then I'm good. So, but that might have come from the way I grew up, but I don't know that it necessarily did. Or is it just who I am as an individual? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because there's a lot of things that I can say, okay, yeah, affected me in my childhood, but does it make me choose certain things as an adult? I don't necessarily agree with that to a certain degree. Got you. So you don't believe in kind of the statement that I made before, like when I say subconsciously, we kind of play out what we're familiar with, like the dynamics of how we... I mean, I do, but that's only because I think subconsciously, who, what we've gone through makes us who we are. Yeah. But if we don't acknowledge those things and acknowledge what we've been through and actually work it out, then in the back of our minds is there, you know what I mean? That yeah. trauma is there, that those emotions are there. And because we probably just never paid attention to it, or we just don't want to deal with it. It's in the back of our heads. Mm-hmm. And when you don't deal with those things and you just shut them down and you compartmentalize them, then you end up, you know, you end up playing them out subconsciously, finding guys right. that don't. But that's because you're holding on to pain and emotion. I don't think it's necessarily because, oh, your parents may have neglected you as a child. I think it's just all of it. You know what I mean? Like just who you are, but you're not, you don't know that you should probably sit there and deal with those things and or become a healthy individual until you really start looking into that kind of and stuff. And it's kind of true. Like, I know for me, it's not like totally blaming my mom or my dad or anything like that, because at the end of the day, most parents do the best that they can right. with the knowledge that they have. It's not like, but it's, I think it's also being able to say, well, Hey, this is what, this is what happened in my childhood and this is how it affected me personally because right. I know too, um, a lot of people can kind of like you with, you know, the things you've been through and stuff like that, you can take it and turn it around and make better decisions and look for security and not do some of the same things. Well, it wasn't always like that. <laughs> it wasn't always like that, but you were able to turn around and make conscious decisions. To me at a very early age, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you were, to me, you were always just, conscious of a lot of different things like I know I wasn't there like on a lot of different levels that you were so um yeah I don't so I can see why you kind of disagree with that because I think it depends sometimes on it depends on the individual because I know me and my sister are two totally we're two totally different people but we were raised in the same household and we go after two totally different type of dudes like 
two totally different. So I guess I can also see why you say the things you say. It's all based on how you're able, how you personally deal with things and everybody deals with stuff differently. And I think a lot of it though, is that we're now entering an age where people are discussing their emotions a lot. We're entering a place now where people are starting to become more conscious and talking about the things that did bother them in their childhood. Whereas before, and like with our parents and stuff, like whenever we bring bring it up, they get defensive, they get upset. Um, You know, it really bothers them because it's not something that they're used to. And it's not that we're trying to criticize them in the way that they raised us, but those decisions that they did made regardless of whether or not they did it, you know, on purpose or intentionally, it did affect us. And now, like I said, our generation and everything is now starting to discover how those things affected us. Mm -hmm. People are having those conversations more. And so we're able to kind of fix it. You know what I mean? Like we're able to be self-aware and how it affects us and in which direction we can go to make ourselves better. Yeah, too, and it's like like you was just saying, it's kind of a new age kind of thing. So, like this meme that I just pulled up, I think it's an agree or disagree type thing. But I know a lot of people are like swaying towards this meme, and I know like my mom would personally like I'll come that she feels personally attacked because I know she's evolved her whole life around us. You know what I'm saying? So when it does look like you you quote unquote blaming your childhood or it, it ties back to the parent and they do get defensive. But I know when I think of childhood, I think of everything. Like I brought up in the beginning of the, the episode, I think about how I was in school and how I would look at just like in like deep down inside I wanted to be that girl. Like all the girls that were dating and stuff like that and literally people were losing their virginities in middle school and I don't know, like I just it was like I wanted to be a, a part of that in a way, just being completely honest and putting myself out there. Like, and I think that too, like, and the guys who were kind of into those things at an early age are the, were the dismissive kind of. I don't know if that's necessarily emotional abandonment or just child psychology coming into play because it's when everything we're at that mix, age, yeah. from like seven to like ten, eleven, like that's where kids start to understand the social, you know, mm-hmm. of, of wanting to be included and things like that. Right. And where they want friends, they want to be able to, you know, um, connect with other people their age. So that's just human beings, period. Right. So I can't say that it's necessarily because you were emotionally abandoned that you wanted to be a part of that group. It could have just been that you saw, hey, these people look like they're having fun. They're my age. These right. are the things that the people my age are doing. This right. is what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. That That's one. I guess that's just kind of where it kind of just doesn't sit right with me. And like when I was doing the research on emotional um, abandonment, mm-hmm. most of it's like, oh, well, you know, it's your mom mostly the mother, usually the mother, uh, either, you know, neglects or emotionally abandons her child either because of stress or she doesn't intention, you know, not intentionally or unintentionally. It just depends on, you know, the person. And it was saying that that is the reason why people, you know, want to be 
you know, want it by other people or they don't yeah. feel comfortable displaying their emotions or telling people how they feel. And mm, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I, I mean, I can see how it may cause certain people to react that way, but I think it's all an individual thing. So it just. Okay. So gonna make this short today so do we agree or disagree or in the middle like where where, where are you in at the with it. I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm definitely in the middle with it I can see how it in certain people then maybe yes but I can't just from what I was reading it just seems like that's like the go-to for people nowadays and I it makes like it easier it like, makes it easier I guess to kind of accept the the fact that you are like this or is it easy to accept or is it just easier to put the blame on somebody else what do you too. think i think that too i think a lot of times people have a hard time accepting that they are the way that they are and they need a reason you know they need to point the finger at somebody or something to say oh this is why i'm the way i am when it could just you know it's be, just you it's just you. you you know and so okay this is me how can i fix it or how can i come to terms with it so I can live a better life and be a better me. So okay. that's just, okay. that's where I'm at with it. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this. We, we getting off a of topic now. So you got a new podcast coming out soon. What's the name of your podcast? It's called speak my truth radio. And I'm excited about it. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Awesome. So when are we expecting the first episode? So I'd say somewhere around the first week of September. That's what I'm heading towards. And, um, I'm ex- I'm just really excited about it. It's going to be just me talking about life in general and, you know, my own story, ways that I'm trying to improve myself and me just giving my opinions and trying to help other people, you know, see their truth and speak their truth and be who they are and, uh, you know, hopefully make a better life for themselves in that way. So, yes, girl. Okay. Now I'm going to move on because everybody who comes on my show, I ask questions, relationship type questions. They're not, they're not, they're not crazy questions. Okay. (laughs) So the first one is, um, do you have like a special like childhood memory of like, like a romantic memory, like maybe a first kiss or a love letter or something like that? You have a story like that? Um, no, not really. <laughs> I just suck, bro. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I remember my first little boyfriend in like middle school, and like you know, just walking down. I mean, I was. It was not love. I can say that it was definitely <laughs> obsession. But I was like, <laughs> it was like I was infatuated. I was like, you know, a boyfriend and stuff, Girl. and like holding hands and like we never kissed i think the last day of school we everybody was signing yearbooks and we were all outside Mm -hmm. and stuff he kissed me on the cheek and it was real cute um but i remember that summer we had moved away and i remember calling him like almost every single day and his mom would pick up and be like preston's not here oh and i couldn't talk to him and then eventually we just kind of faded off and we just weren't you know it just didn't work out but I remember that just sticking with me. My little heart was broken. Oh. Like, so like, all throughout high school and stuff like that. I never wanted to date. I was just kind of like, you know, fuck everybody. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just how it was. Like, it was crazy. I don't know. So I can't say that it's like I had some type of, oh, my God, I'm so in love. I was infatuated, though. I was like, you know. And then I looked him up later in life and 
he's in jail. He, he's a little crazy. So. Okay. Well, see, it worked it, out. It worked out. You know? Wow. Like it's, see, blessed it's Savior. Like. <laughs> All right. Let me. <laughs> so, um, I know you're married now. Um, so, name three places you will want to travel to with your not all three but two with your husband and one by yourself like a solo trip oh that's a hard one um hmm i really want to go to santorini greece okay is that by yourself or with um your husband both (laughs) come on now like i don't know it's one of those places i really just i really want to go like i don't know why it's just like i feel like my destiny is there like i need to go and just experience it for myself because I see all the pictures and I'm like, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to experience that with my husband, but it's okay. also somewhere where, you know, I want to go and take pictures in the little, you know, pretty dresses and okay. off the cliff and mm-hmm. like sitting in a little jacuzzi and stuff and look at the ocean. Like, I'm... okay. <laughs> so that's one of the places I really want to go. Let me see another one. Um, Rome. I like to go to Rome. By yourself or with your partner? With my partner. Okay, I'm going to need you to name one. And then one for myself. Um, hmm. I know you're like super family oriented. Finland. Finland. Okay. Okay, now tell us why you'd want to go to Finland by yourself. Okay, so I don't know. For a long time, I've been kind of obsessed with just the Finnish culture, especially their like uh, rock bands and things like that. And so I've always just kind of been obsessed. And then, we, when we were living in a homeless shelter, I met someone who for, was from Estonia, mm-hmm. and uh, she was a really nice person. And she was like, oh, well, you know, she spoke Finnish, and so we would talk about it. And she'd teach me a couple of things, and um, it just kind of solidified my interest in Finland. So okay. I definitely just want to go there and spend some time. And okay, just- okay. Now, last little question. So... Do you have like a favorite romantic movie like that? And then think of, of a romantic movie that like screams your love personality. Dirty Dancing. Hey! That's always been my favorite movie. I don't know why, like since I was a kid. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the dancing in general. Even though the relationship, like when I looked at the movie as an adult, I'm just like, that couldn't have been healthy. But... At the same time, it's like, you know, that summer romance, you see some guy, he's moving, you know, right. he looks good and stuff, and she was kind of naive and innocent, and she fell in love with him, and he fell in love with her because of her innocence, and it yeah. was kind of just, I don't know, I love that movie. I like that movie too, bro, <laughs> I like it too. All right, then, well, you guys, y'all gonna have to check out um, Simone's podcast when it comes out, Speak My Truth Radio. And um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. If you like this podcast, please download and subscribe. If there's anything you would like to talk about in regards to relationships or would like to be a guest on the show to speak on relationships or get advice, you can always connect via social media at Playing for Keeps or email DJ at info at P, the number four, K, dating.com. Thank you for tuning in and bye for now.